Echad me'elef matzati. There's one person, the real man, the echad me'elef matzati. The Torah is looking for that person. The perfect man. Right? Shlaim Melech said, echad me'elef matzati. There's one man out of a thousand, you'll find him. The real human being that the Torah wants to create. The Gemara says, Elef nechnatim ve'echad yaitzeh. A thousand people came in, and only one person comes out, Lahaira. There's one person that we're looking for. Who is that person that we're looking for? What makes him special? What's special about that person? Why are we looking for him? Adam, Hashem made a person, should be a human being. There's a human being by sight, and it's a professional human being. Just like you have a doctor. You have a doctor, and you have a professional doctor. There's a human being, and there's a professional human being. So, we're looking for the professional human being. That's what Tyre is looking for. Echad me'alaf, matzasi. We're looking for this professional human being that could bring us in. We're looking for this professional human being that could lift us up. We're all looking for that professional human being. We're looking for that professional human being that will teach us how to live. We're looking for that professional human being that will teach us how to die. We're all looking for this person, this professional human being that can help us connect to Rabbi Shalom. We're looking for this person to help us connect to Klai Yisrael. We're looking for this person to help us connect to our families. And we're looking for this person to help us connect with ourselves. We all want to be happy when I have Menuchas Nefesh. We're all looking for life. We're looking to live in this world with Hakadosh Baruch Hu, with people, with Tyra, with Klai. So we want to we want to work this out. But we need the person to guide us, to show us how to live in this world and how to have Menuchas Nefesh and how to talk and be happy. And this person who, for decades, did the job everybody knows was Rav David. Rav David was a professional human being that everyone was attracted to him, that he taught everybody how to live in this world. He taught the people how to live with Hashem. He taught the people how to live with Klai Yisrael, live with their families, how to live with themselves. He was a professional human being. He was a professional in how to be a human being. And he was the person that had the Menuchah Sanefesh that everyone wanted. Everyone saw in him the Menuchah Sanefesh, the Menuchah Sanefesh with himself, the Menuchah Sanefesh with Hashem, with his Talmudim, with his family. Everyone wanted to get close to him because they saw in him the Menucha and the, and the Yeshiva Das that everybody wanted, and that's why they wanted to connect to him. Because everyone know that he was a professional human being. And he spread this Menucha Sanafesh, people got close to him. He spread this, this happiness, this, 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 this Menucha, this um, content, matzav. He, he spread this. To all the people that are close to him. And that's why everyone's trying to get close to him. When a person had a dilemma, when he had a, a shver matzav, there were, everyone would go to Rav David. Every Rav, whenever he got stuck, every, uh, every Shashiva said, go to Rav David. I can't help you. Go to Rav David. Every single person knew that he was the address. To Menucha Sanefesh. To bring the people back on track. To bring the Talmud to Akara. And seeing everything in the right perspective. So he could actually get back in life and be happy again. When everyone got close to, to David, it automatically transpired into a new world. A new world of without kinah, without sinah, without machlekes, 
a world of shalom, a world of happiness, a world of living like Kaddish Baruch Hu, of seeing Hashem at every step, letting Hashem run the, run the world, letting Hashem do it for you, letting Hashem show you the way, a world of Menuchas HaNefesh, because Hashem will make it work out for you. You don't have to fight, you don't have to grab, you don't have to do anything. That was the world that he lived in, and that's the world that he gave over. It was the world of Menucha. You just have to step back, let Hashem do it. Your job is to just do your part, and Hashem will do the rest. Our job is not to bring results, but rather to serve Him, and the, the Baruch Shalom does the rest. Every Psach and every eighth that he gave was to bring the person and the, all the people involved to the Shlemus, to Shlemus in all areas, Chesed. And he had no personal connection, no personal gain, and no personal interest in any of the Psachim that he gave. Little by little, the message was going out by all those close to him. And he took the people away from this crazy Meshuga world of Kinesina and all this Machlekes. He took the people out and he brought them into a new world. This perfect, this professional human being who brought us into a new level. He brought us into Menuchas HaNefesh. He had the Koyach to take a person in a second and change his whole life, his whole perspective. He had a Koyach in a second to do it. I once went to him, it was a whole situation. And it was involving a lot of people and it was the whole situation and all different things. And I was like caught in the middle of the whole thing. And he heard the whole story, and he goes over and he says, they all care about themselves, you take care of yourself. That was the end of it. You just take care of yourself. He just like, he knew how to snap you out of the whole thing in a second. And he did that all day to every person that he met. He just, he just snapped them into a different world. And that was the end of it. A guy once came to him complaining that he read a shidduch and he didn't get shot chanah. And, and there's a whole Arichas G'dayla and Rav was masking to him, you know you deserve Shatchanis, you read Shatchanis, good Shatchanis, on and on and on. And the guy was so happy, finally vindicated, Rav was masking him, he deserves Shatchanis. Then the whole thing, he asked Rav Dov, how much do they owe me? He said, at least a dollar. That for sure. <laughs> and I was like, whoa. Like, and the guy was like, he, after that he was just like spinning, he didn't even know what to do. <laughs> it took him time to like come back to this world. If that was told me, oh, you know, we just, you know, you made the shul, but don't get carried away, you know. He would take big machlekes, and all the organizations came to him, all the machlekes, and in just a few minutes, he would arrange the whole thing. Uh, uh, people, families came machlekes, and complex shilas, in a second. And all Kleister knew he was the rabbi. He was the rabbi of the of of, of Kleister for years and years, decades and decades, fifty years. He made. Shalom, all Mechlekes came to him, the end stop, the last stop, every Mechlekes, he was out of Yonim for 50 years without taking any credit. Anyone, nobody even knew he did this. Nobody knew there was no Mechlekes in America because of him. You go around to other countries, Mechlekes, everything's a Mechlekes, Mechlekes. In America, there's no Mechlekes because they were David. He didn't take the credit. As soon as anyone came to give him the credit or anything or say thank you, he was out the door. I gotta go, I have no time. He was out the door. He was disappeared. Disappeared, literally disappeared. He wasn't around anymore. He, he, every single psak, every single etza was in skaba alev. Every single thing was in skaba alev. Everyone came out smiling. I was there many years. Every time after Mincha, there was another big issue. You'd see all the people come in. Three minutes later, they're all out, all smiling. 
just resolve the whole thing, boom. And even if it took a long time, it's because they were plappling, not because he needed all that time. He just waited to wait for everyone to stop talking, to say his two cents. Rav David had his craft to connect to people and to, and to help them in their matzah, no matter who the person was. Like I said by Leviah, rich people, he knew how to connect to them. So many rich people that in, in flap were so connected to him. I know a lot of them. The, he, uh, a, a guy could be a Pasha guy, a poor guy, would come, come to ask Rav David all Shilas. Rav David knew how to connect to him. He knew how to connect to all the people on their level and resolve the issues and put them back on track. They should have minutes and efforts. A professional human being, a human being, a professional in being a human being. And he brought Shalom to Klai Yisrael, and that Shalom is Klai Yisrael to Rebbeinu Shalom. Like Aaron Akayin, his avoider was really like Karbanis, the base of Mikdash. Right? Aaron Akayin's avoider is the base of Mikdash, to bring Shalom to Rebbeinu Shalom to Klai Yisrael. Right? That's his job. But Ayvis Abiyas from Akarban Latayra, Ayvis Abiyas from Akarban Latayra is... is, is part of the Avaidah, that the people should get along, that they should all be together, they should get along with each other, in order to makar them to It's all part of the job, to makar them to HaKadosh Baruch and to, and to makar them to each other. That's why it's the same job of Aaron Akain, to makar them to HaKadosh Baruch and makar them to each other. It was one job. And that was the job of the professional human being that we were all looking for all the years. The person that everyone was in Scarab to, the job of Shlemus. Shlemus with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Shlemus with Klai Yisrael. All the Shlemus that was in this type of avoid of Aaron Akain is what Rav David was doing. The big question is, how did Rav David become this professional human being? How did it happen? A professional Ibn al-Nechaveri, professional Ibn al-Makam, professional Ibn al-Atzmai, how do you get this madrega? Where does it come from? One day you just turn into a professional human being? You just turn into, like, in a second? How does it happen? We all know the famous story, like Mark says in Shabbos, famous story of Hill with the Gar. There was a guy who had to become a Yid, and he went to Shammai, and he said, teach me the whole Torah on one foot, and Shammai threw him out his head with a stick. He came to Hillel, and Hill was Makar. And the Shaila is, what was bothering this guy that Hill understood how to help him? What was bothering this guy? The guy wants an old tire on one foot. What kind of nonsense is that? Even you go to every guy in the street nowadays, 2,000 years later, every guy knows that the tire is big. The Talmud is a vast Talmud. Everyone knows that. Koshkin, a guy, he's about to come a yid. He's a gar. He's about to come a gar. You don't think he knows that the tire is big? You don't think, you don't think he knows that? So what was this guy's issue when he's busy with this whole tire on one foot? What was bothering him? Hill understood what was bothering him. The double was Masber that was bothering this guy, this guy, is that when you have, when you have a, a document, the muscle, when you have a, a book or a document or anything, anything, any message, like Lamashal, you have the Constitution, right? The Constitution was written about the laws in America, Constitution. And it says in the Constitution that there has to be separation between church and state. So what was the Kavana of the people who wrote it? The Kavana was that the, people, that the, that the church should not be uh, overrun by the state. 
That means the state can't control the church. Let the, let the people live. Let the church, let the people in the religion live. Comes along the lawyers later, they're shy, and they say, no, shot is, there has to be separation of church and state, which means you're not allowed to have any church and state together, which means that the, the, they used to say in Mizmar in the public schools, Mizmar David, Hashem Rai Layat, so they're not allowed to say that because that's usurp, they're not allowed to have church and state together. So it's taking the, the thing with, and Mahapach, the whole Kavana Lahapach, right? Mahapach, the Kavana of the, of the document to Lahapach. Well, how could they Mahapach, the Kavana, Lahapach from what was written? It's because they're not working with the intent of the document, they're working with their own agenda. Right? So they can now these are politicians. Everyone has agendas, and that's it that matters. So when you have a, a document, or you have a title, you have a book, you have anything, and you bring your agenda into it, you lose the kavana of the, of what you say to. Lose the kavana. So this guy was bothered, this guy, this guy who wanted to come again, was bothered. I want to know the kavana of the title. I want to know what's the GPS, where am I headed? When you go somewhere, you have to know where you're, if you put in the GPS, you have to put in the address where you're going. If you don't know where you're going, then you'll never get there. Right? If you don't know where you're going, you'll never get there. So, the guy wanted to know, what is the kivun of the Tyra? Right? You have to know the kivun, the intent. Otherwise, you, whatever you learn, you'll, you'll, you'll put your own agenda in. How's it going to work out? So, Hill told him that the kivun of the whole Tyra is, is chesed. That's the key one of the Torah. You have to understand properly what you're learning, Lamashal. Let's say you're learning a math book and you think it's a science book. You're obviously going to go crazy because the whole time you're trying to learn science, it's math, math, science, you're going to be able to submit. You have to know what the kivun of the thing is. What's the kivun? Otherwise, you're going to mess it up. No matter how much uh, the document is written, specified, not like that, you're still going to mess it up because you have the wrong kivun. So you ask him, what's the kivun of the Torah? So he told him, Dr. David, he told him, the Ger, the kibbutz of the whole Torah is chesed. What does it mean chesed? But a lot of the Torah is not necessarily benam lechaveri. Right? So Rashi's mazver. That when you do chesed, it's not just between you and and benam lechaveri. Right? The Eibush is also reach of reach v'chalay sasek. The Berish is also part of the program. A reform rabbi said that. All the people in the congregation should drive to the synagogue on Saturday morning because that will have more members in the shul and it's going to be more chesed. It's true, it's a very nice thing for the community, but the Rabbani Shalom you threw in the garbage. Rechav, Rechav, Yishchal, You threw the Rabbani Shalom out of the program. Is that chesed? The Rabbani Shalom made you, he does everything to you, you threw him out. That's part of the chesed. So the chesed has to be a full package. It can't just be a chesed that you decide is chesed. It has to be a chesed that includes their banishlam, Yisrael, includes everybody in the chesed. So the hill is telling the ger that the Torah, the kli of the Torah, is a kli that's teaching you chesed. That's the kli of the Torah. The Torah is the Torah's chesed. It's a tool. The Torah is a tool that's teaching you how to live, how to do chesed. That's the whole Torah. And when you understand the kivun of the Torah, then your whole Torah changes. There's no agenda anymore. Your agenda is sticking to the Torah. The agenda is to understand how to do chesed. So when Rav David learned Torah, every single shtickle Torah he learned was understanding how to do chesed. Every Gemara he learned 
was understanding how the chesed, every Mishnah he learned, every, every Pasuk of Chumash. David always to say over from Ramesha, actually, that why does it always say chesed v'emes? It always says chesed and then emes. Why does it say chesed v'emes? V'chairah, it should first be emes. You have to know what the emes is. And then chesed. You should do chesed without emes. So Ramesha used to always say that if you're looking for the emes, you'll never get to the chesed. You'll never get to the chesed. You have to first figure out the chesed and then see Hashem the emes. That's what Ramesha said. And that's how Rabbi learned every single shtickle Gemara. When, he, when I was in the shift many years, the Gemara shir, when he learned the Gemara, it was live. It wasn't just like learning a Gemara like something happened 2000. It was something happening now. Rabbi used to shoot out comments in the Gemara while we're learning. He shoot out comments. Or shlakish did this. <laughs> he would like shoot out comments at it. And he was like, this sock, that sock. And he was like live. He was like learning from it. How, how the chesed, how it happened, how the psach, what, what came out from the whole thing, what's, the, what's it teaching you? That's how he learned Gemara. Is that he wasn't just some that he became a professional human being. He learned from the Gemara how to become a professional human being. He learned from Chazah, he learned from the Psukkim, he learned from everything he learned. The whole Torah was a message of chesed. It was teaching you how to do chesed. That's what Torah is. Teaching you how to do a full chesed with the Rebbein Shalom, with your family, with yourself. It's one big package. So, so, so Mimela, when he learned Shulchan Aruch, he learned the Halacha, Ramah, wasn't just the Ramah, was saying Chesed, how you bring out the Chesed, this whole dilemma with the Halacha, and the Ramah showed you how to pull through. That's how he understood the Chesed of it. The Chesed, the chesed in the minute of Klai Yisrael. You know, he was very careful that the Messiah of Klai Yisrael should continue. shouldn't be connected to the Messiah. It shouldn't be a new Torah. Sometimes people learn in the studio, and they come out with a new Chiddush, and all of a sudden the whole Yiddishkeit is already on the bound. A new man Tyre is coming out that nobody ever heard of. <laughs> There's never no such thing. It had to always stem with the old man Tyre. <laughs> it always had to stem with the Messiah, with the Minig. It was all one package of, of Chesed, understanding how everything could stem together. How you could live together and live together Klaistro with the Messiah, with 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 the with the Minig, with the Gedali Israel. Rabbi Yashar passing something is Gedali Israel was he's keeping everything in Khajman. It wasn't uh Rabdava Feinstein versus Rabbi Yashar. No such thing. It didn't happen. It was all the show and the Shlemus had to be all together. This has to, the a thing. The Shtim with the Gedali Israel, the Shtim with the Minig Israel. To understand how the people could handle it. To understand how how they live with it till now. And that was how, how it came out to the actual the, uh, the, to, to the actual Lemaisa. So, Rudolf used to always tell me, he said, you need the Rebbeinishlam to find out who the Nirdaf is. Why? It looks at times that this guy's the Nirdaf. He's running down the block. The other guy's chasing him with a knife. He's the Nirdaf. But he's really He's really the writer. A lot of times he's the writer. The Kim Yavakish, Hashem has to forget who the writer is. It means in every situation you have to know what the massive is. A guy would walk into him. That was, was a very sharp guy. When he was sitting in business, you saw a guy walking in the door. He already knew the guy Shiloh. He knew the whole thing already. And he knew if he wanted to deal with him or not. And if he didn't want to deal with the guy, he said, I have no time for you. 
Two seconds later, another guy would walk in and he would spend 20 minutes with the guy listening to all his problems. But every single person's massive was different. He would say one guy also, one guy mutter in a second. Because it's, it's the massive that the chesed, the whole package, that was the package that he was giving over, the whole package deal of how to do chesed to this situation, how to, how to understand what this guy needs with his family, with this and that. I was sitting by the Levaya, next to, behind the guy that was in Yeshiva with my day. And this guy came from like a friar family, his family wasn't really from. And he was telling the guy behind me about it during Levaya, he's like, I used to ask Rabbi David all my questions. You know, I came from a, a background, and my parents weren't really from, and we had to go celebrate all the New Year's. And I asked Rabbi David, what can I say? Can I say Happy New Year's or can I say Happy New Year's? And, and Rudavid told me every single thing I should do, how to get along with my family and what I can't do. And that's what Rudavid was. He was trying to bring shalom to every single matav and every single person with the Messiah, with the, all the, the Kol Terekula. This is Kol Terekula, Madalach Sanoi. That was by him, Tyra. Every single word he said, to, every answer, was, that was Tyra by him. That was Tyra. That was... That was and this was all taught through David how to become this professional human being. He was helping every single person in their massive. And this is the Kayach that came from Torah. David was a very, very sharp person. I never met somebody as sharp as him. He always analyzed the situation, and he always got it right. He always knew ten steps ahead, and he always put his finger on it. He was enough, and he had enough brains in his head to be matter or after any child that came from him. He had that power. He was able to. He could figure out every single thing could be mother mother. But what was the psak? What was the? What did he come out? It was a psak that was shleimus women hage yisrael gedol yisrael chesed kiddushem shemayim. That was the psak. You know, the psak was based on what's the shleimus. That's the psak. That's the kol kula. That was the psak that came out. He was a very smart person. He was able to make gamaches in a second on anything. He was able to, he was able to um, pull out any pasuk he needed on the spot in anywhere in Tanakh. Couples used to come with him with big problems with naming their kids, this and that. I talked to people. One guy went to this, one guy next. He said, you know, don't name either. I'll tell you a different name, a different name, and the gamache of both. With a pasuk in Yechestel, a whole situation. He could have wrote svarim and books on gamaches. Every single chumash he ended with a gamache. But that wasn't what he was interested in doing. I went over to him and I said, Rebbe, why, why don't you write a statement? Oh, you suck him. You have so much halacha. I never passed in a shiloh in my life. So he told me, and he meant it, by the way. He, he meant it. He meant it with full, full intent. He wasn't joking around me. He never, I never passed in shiloh. That's not what he was doing. He never looked at himself as passed in shiloh. the chlaw. So I said, what are you doing all day with these guys? <laughs> He says, oh, it's just Pashat Allah because I'm helping them out. It's nothing. And he really meant it. You know, Chad, he really meant it. He does, he never felt, he felt. one time I asked him, I said, there's so much good stuff on the Chumash. Why don't you, like, write Chumash Svarim? Why don't you put it out for people to understand it? So he tells me, I have no Torah on Chumash. This is like right after he said it, our Chumash here. <laughs> like, I have no Torah on It's just like giving over a message how to help the people understand how to get closer, it was that was Kavana, how to help the people with Vartaira. Rabbanim used to come every week, they needed Vartaira. <laughs> like one guy, I remember he came, he missed the Chumashi, 
He said, Rabbi, Rabbi, I missed the Chumash. Maybe I have to, I have to stay over and show with the Rav. <laughs> so I would tell him about there. It was just all about doing Chesed. And the Rats and Hashem in every case. Barav David was very clear to him. But you can see Barav David. For him to Paskin, the guy should be Mechal Shabbos or not Mechal Shabbos. It didn't, it wasn't the, it wasn't, Mechal Shabbos, not Mechal Shabbos, it was what's the Rats and Hashem. For him, it was the Rats and Hashem, Mechal Shabbos, Mechal Shabbos. There was no, there was no chilek. If Mechal Shabbos, not Mechal Shabbos, the chilek was Rats and Hashem. It was very clear. There was never a Natskamina to him in what the Psaq is. Just what, right now, the Psaq. That's the Rats and Hashem. That was what he's interested in. And that's why you were never able to put a finger on it. And that's why I came to MTJ. I lived by Rats many years. And after he was nifter, so I went to the, I went to the, David's uh, the Gadar, so I went to the member of David. So I started going to his Chumashir, and I couldn't make heads and tails about anything that was going on over there. <laughs> There's no, nothing added up. There's no one plus one. And I was like, every week going to the Chumashir, and I'm like, every week getting more and more startled by what's going on over here. And I'm like, I can't figure this thing out. I just can't figure it out. So I went there all day. I went to his Chumashir, Gemarashir. Mishnah Shir, every single day we had a Shir, just to figure this out. To figure out what is the, what's the, what's the, the secret of the madness? What's the, what's the, what's the Mahal? You know, what, what is the Psaq? What is the, like, there wasn't even like, if David holds this, anyone says, if David holds this, I'll talk to a guy, if David holds this, a minute later, if David holds that, what, what is going on over here? <laughs> what is this over here? What's the Mahal? What's the, it took a long time to figure it out. But Baruch Hashem, we figured out that there was no Riv David. You're talking about a person that's the son of the God Ladar, and the God Ladar knew he was the God Ladar, but it didn't exist. It didn't exist, Bechlau. He, he didn't exist. And his father didn't exist. He never, ever quoted his father. You know that? I was there for years. He never, ever said the words, my father, hell, my father, my father, anything, my father, safer, my father, anything. Except... One vart he would steal from his father. I don't know why. There was one vart he always said, my father said that the reason why we have electronics and we have all these things is to use for Tyra. And, and now it's used for other things, but really it's made for Tyra. He always said, my father, that was like his father's vart. But other than that, you think his father's a shoemaker that said one vart. It was like disconnected. Like he wasn't there, but wow, his father wasn't there. It was just like, he, he, was, he was just, he didn't exist, Bechlau. It was like he didn't exist, Mamish. It was, that, it, was, it was like he wasn't there. It was all just, how can, I do, how can I do what I have to do? That's all it was. If I'm supposed to fill up the soda machine today, he's filling up the soda machine. And that was one of the most important things that happened in MDJ, by the way. He didn't stop his Gemara shift for anything, ever. The whole Twin Towers could be coming down. He didn't stop his marsh. But one thing he did stop his share for. You know what that was? When the soda truck uh, pulled out in front of MTJ, he stopped the share to get the can. <laughs> to get the can? To give the guy the can, because that money was for the coil he liked. <laughs> that he stopped the share for. It was like, that was like the biggest crisis. But other than that, <laughs> the share went on. So, so, for him was just, what do I have to do? He was the guy in the shul. He, called, he was the guy. He called up the people. He was the guy. 
Why? Because I guess he was a gabi when his father was alive. He stayed the gabi. Then he became Rashib. He also became Rashib. He became he became he became Rashkail. He's also Rashkail. But he's still the gabi, and he's still in the sewing machine. Didn't take away. Every organization he joined, it wasn't like you know you sign your name, your, your organization. If you joined Art Scroll, then he was responsible for Art Scroll. He joined Termisara. He had to go. He had to go Termisara. He had to go Chinuchatzmai. He had to go collecting Chinuchatzmai every day before Minchah. He went around collecting Chinuchatzmai. He was part of Chinuchatzmai. Baruch Hashem. He had another guy going around him. A few guys. But every single thing was responsible. Responsibility to do it. Responsibility. Every single thing, whatever the responsibility was, he had to do it. And he did it all by himself. Now that he was Nifter, you know how many jobs they have to take over? I don't know how they're going to handle it. It's not a joke. Every single job, he did it. And it was nobody else. It was just he did the whole job from beginning to end. If they had to buy cake on Shabbos for the thing, he bought the cake. It was, everything was his problem. So... He, you're talking about a person that did everything, and he knew his madrega. He knew his godless. He knew his godless, and it bothered him sometimes when certain people passed in certain things and didn't understand what was going on. He once told me there was a big, big machlekes, and it was, he passed in a certain way, and a rav didn't pass like him. He was very upset. Well, it wasn't usually him, but it was a big issue. And he told me, he said, I should go to war on this, but I'm not going to. Because I never in my life will anybody. I'm not starting now. They told me. But he was disconnected, disconnected from it. It was anything had nothing to do with him. It was one time with an MTJ, and it was the same crowd always, same guys always. All of a sudden, a bacher comes from Lakewood. He heard about David. He wants to come learn about David. Fine. He comes. He started getting into it. The psakim and this and that. All of a sudden, this guy one day comes to Shiva and he says that somebody told him that if he comes to MTJ, he's not going to get a shidduch. Not going to get a shidduch. And MTJ, he's not going to get a shidduch. And he's hacking us. What am I supposed to tell him? He's not going to get a shidduch. MTJ, I don't know. So finally, everyone told him, you have to ask for David. Yes, that's not. This is Shiva. So he comes to Rav David. He says, and he says to Rav David, someone told me that if I learn MTJ, I used to learn Lakewood, I learn MTJ. I'm not going to get a shidduch. What should I do? Of course you're not going to get a shidduch in MTJ. <laughs> Don't learn MTJ. <laughs> like, he wasn't even part of this, this equation. This yeshiva, the picture like Chaim Berlin, or a regular yeshiva, there's shiva telling the guy not to learn it because he's not going to get a shidduch. Just, like, you can't even... I was so shocked that I was thinking to myself, how could the guy leave the yeshiva now after his up told him to stop? You're not going to find someone again in this world. <laughs> that their shiva should be so disconnected that of course you're not going to show them DJ. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and every sock he gave, every sock he gave, he'd always say, it's not me, it's Hashem Paskning. Well, that's how he learned shot in the Bhutsukabasra. You have a Gemara, one Amara says Mutter, one Amara says Aster, this, that, the whole Gemara. And all then, Hilchasa, boom, the whole thing's out the window. What happened? What happened to all the Maran? They just flew out the window. Although some is okay, you have a whole gemara, all the amram say aster, mutter, boom. What happened to all the amram that said aster? He always say because the baruch don't pass in the child then. The baruch don't pass all the child. That's why minik is a shalacha. That's why mesayer. That's why chesed kabasra. Everything's their baruch And he held that himself also. Everything was their baruch Was not him. Just their baruch We just had to see what their baruch was passing. And I was zayichat to find this in the Gain. The Gain says lay malachim biad Hashem. Melech is a talmud chacham. Every psaq halacha is Hashem. So I should look up in the Gain and Mishlei, Leib Malachim Yad Hashem. It's all there by Hashem. And he was like, that was the, 
guy, we came, I went to Rav once and said, oh, a guy was here, and he left, whatever, that was like, Atzim Neshamayim, Hashem saved me. Everything was, Hashem saved me, this guy came, this guy didn't come. It was all there by Neshulayim. It was all there, he felt, as all, you saw the way he was living, it's all Hashem. Hashem, Hashem orchestrates everything, that's how he lived. So, in the yeshiva, in the yeshiva, there was a situation where it was unbelievable. Every single guy who you didn't want there or shouldn't have access to the keys, those are the guys that had the keys and that they controlled it. They controlled the situation. All the guys that you would think that were trying to get out of here, those are the guys that controlled the situation. And, and, and by Rav it was just all well, like, okay, the Baruch put him here and him here. And there was once a story even before my days. There's a Rebbe who mamish snapped. He went crazy, Nebuch. And he was literally throwing death down the, down the steps. And the devil wouldn't fire the guy for nothing. It was just like, the Baruch Shalom, the Baruch Shalom, this, that. And it was just all about working on your midas. Obviously, Thrall and accepting every single person, every Meshigana, Sheba Oilam, that their mamish should scream and yell, fight with people and this and that. And when it got a lot of control, the devil would scream back at the guy. But... <laughs> But Lamaisa, you never got rid of the guy. It was all about just like putting up with everybody, accepting everything how it is. The Bernstein sent it to me. And when there was a guy who, Nabuch, went so much sugar, he locked himself in the bathroom. Instead of calling the police to get him out, the guy would come and stick the food underneath so the guy should, under the stall, they should have food to eat. That's what went on over there. And when I was in Yeshiva, there was this guy who, every morning, no matter how cold it was, had to have the corner window open to let the shade them out. <laughs> and every single guy there had control over the steam situation. I was once learning with a guy, and in the middle of I was learning with him, he pulled a wrench out of his pocket. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing that wrench? He's like, it's too cold. He went over to the steam. He controlled it. No one asked him about it. Like, when you pull the wrench, you turn it over the on the steam. Every guy there, I <laughs> The guys just sleep there at night. The mamas just sleep there at night. In the <laughs> it was all, it was all just, the Vardashalam put this guy here, we have to deal with him. Obviously, throw. That was the whole thing. You walk out of Yeshiva, someday the mamas couldn't even learn anything, but there was a lesson to see Rav David. It was just, person living with their Barnasham, living obviously Yisrael, work on his midas. He said many times, we were like, why are you putting up with this guy? He said, this is my Ganeid in this guy. This guy's my Ganeid. I work on my midas. That's what it was. It was there was a Vaida. It was all on Vaida. It was a whole lot big on a Vaida of, of that was his Vaida. Obviously Yisrael, obviously Shem, midas. And, and that's how it went in, that's really what it went into every single psaq that he gave. Every single psaq. It was all about bringing the person closer to Takadosh Baruch Hu, understanding his massive, and he was a professional at it. He managed, you see, there would be a line of 20 people, and he would just knock them off one at a time in a second. He knocked them off, and they all went home happy, taken care of. And it came from all his understanding of Torah. That's what he was using his Torah for. That's what, that was it, the whole Torah, the whole that's what it was. And the Rebbe was a tremendous, tremendous person that was that was davening the Rebbe And we saw that very clear in the Chumash here. He would always say in the Chumash here, 
that a person has to always say, what more can I do for you, Hashem? It's not just so many mitzvahs. What more can I do? You know what Hashem does for you? What more can I do for you, Hashem? That should be the attitude. You always said that. And the person always davak in the Baruch Shalom. You hear in the Chumash here, a lot of things he was saying was completely dvekas in Hashem. You always say that the Baruch Shalom controls your maizim. You always say it shows your machshava even. You always say Hashem controls your machshava. He says, I'll prove it to you. He says, you have a guy who... Um, you have a guy who, who, who will babbage a guy with a hulu and that's and he wants to go and somebody, and there are two guys standing on the corner. Right? Two guys standing on the corner. He doesn't want to feel comfortable going over to both of them. He waits until they split up, and he goes over to one of them. And he starts to macarve them, and that guy comes from. How come he went over to him and not the other guy? Because they're very slow. So they're very controls everything. And he learned all the psukkim and chumash with Yaisif and Mechirat Yaisif. It's all the Rebbein Shalom. He was very connected to the Rebbein Shalom. Everything is Hashem. That's how he learned the whole chumash. And when he learned the Gemara, it was also like that. Whenever he learned the Gemara, right, so you used to, when you go, you, you know, I went to regular yeshiva, so I was like, Rebbe, what's the Svara? What's the Svara? And he would say the same part. Says, the, you, you don't have to, the Svara is not something that you have, you have to move yourself to the Svara of the Gemara. He would say that. You have to move Voshte in the Gemara, that's the Svara. You have to know what the Svara of the Gemara says. It doesn't make a difference how you understand it. You have to understand the You have to move your dots to the Gemara. It was a bit of a das. That's what it was. It was a bit of a das to the Svara of the Gemara. The Gemara is giving you the Svara of what it should be. Not like Vash say, like Brit. Uh, he was talking about Michal, rather. Michal Feinstein. Michal was the Rebbe then, the Shiva, and he was the Bachar. But it's like a brisker thing. Like, you just have to know what state, and it doesn't, you don't have to know the Svara. That's not your. It was a bit of 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 a it was all a bit of a hug Hashem to margish the Rebbein Shalom. He would always talk about the happy moron. What's this happy moron? He would say that, let's say you have a moron. The guy he lives in Texas, he's a moron. And he asks his Rav, all Silas. And the Rav is even a bigger moron. But... <laughs> But he is his rub all Shilas, and his rub, whatever the rub Paskin, he, he listens to the rub 100%. That guy's going straight to Canadian. Whatever I say, that guy's going straight to Canadian. He's a happy moron. His rub said he's cool, he must have his rub. Maybe he's of the nose or something, he doesn't know something about it. It's not the point. This guy's going to Canadian. <laughs> so we always say that really our avoidance should be that we should be morons. Right? The whole you said of becoming a Tamachacham is the opposite of being a moron. It's a problem being a Tamachacham. Right? That comes dice. You're happy moron. Why are you talking about? The more you know, the more you're, you're, uh, you're, you're, you're destructive. So you say like this. This is how you answered the question. And he said this every single year, Parsha Shruva. It says in the Torah, you have to make two Kruvim. One Kruv is the Zachar, one's in a Kava. It represents two Tyrus. Zachar Nekei represents two tires. What's Pshat represents two tires? It's Tareth Tavicha Tareth Tavicha. What's Pshat? You go to your father, you ask him a Shaila. He says, the Rambam, the Mishaburu, he starts taking out all the Svarim, Lamdis. Then you go to your mother and you say, what's Allah this and this? She's like, I don't know anything. That's how we get, that even get seen in the Haim. She said, you need both. You need Tareth Tavicha Tareth Tavicha. If you only have one, you makoko. What's Pshat? You see these people, they, 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 they talk um, into Messiah and the very good Yidin, but they don't have Torah. And they get fall away. Lamaisi, you need Torah. 
You need Taras Tavicha. On the other hand, if you have Taras Tavicha, you have guys, the big Lamdanim, and they're ripping apart all the Allahs, and they come up with new Allahs that no one heard of. You have to be also Taras Tavicha. You have to be both. Taras Tavicha and Taras Tavicha. It has to be the Kruvim. It has to be two together. Taras Tavicha and Taras Tavicha. You have to mevatal yourself to the Messiah. And that's the Tamachacham. Snapshot Tom Chacham is shrugging up to Messiah and making a new Yiddish guy. And when you ask of David a Shaila, you could ask anybody that knew him. When you ask of David a Shaila, the first three words that came out of his mouth always were, I don't know. He always said that. He said, I don't know, and then he answered the question. Always. He said, I don't know, and he answered the question. It was a bitter. I don't know anything, but this is the answer. This Tarit Tavich and Tarit Timacha. And that's how it was. It was a bitter with the Tom Chacham. It's both together. That, that was the day, the shleimus. That's what makes the shleimus of being a tamachacham, but being bought at the same time. And not becoming a tamachacham and being too smart for yourself. I once, we were once talking to Rav David about the Gemara, the Makam Hanicham and Hashemayim is Gadol. That every person has their place to grow. And people nowadays are very excited about that Gemara. <laughs> my, my, my Tyra. And I asked Rav David about that. And he said, yes, nowadays, you know what that Mokham is? Gaiva. What do you mean? I forgot to say Mokham is Gadol. Let's say you have a guy who's a doctor, right? And he, he, he comes to medical school, he's a doctor, comes in. And as soon as he walks in, he, all the doctors, what they're doing, he's already slugging everybody up. He's, he's, he's not macabre anything. He's, he knows better. Of course, he's a mishogana. He's going to be tired. He's going to be mistaken in everything he does. Then you have a guy, a different type of guy, who's mavat himself to the doctors. He learns from them. He becomes the biggest doctor. And then after he becomes the biggest doctor and he learns everything from them, he adds a certain kinesh to the, to the surgery that nobody thought of before. That's mokamah's gazel. But the guy who comes in and he's already slugging everybody up and he's never macabre anything, that's guy who has no shaykhs to understanding the chlal what terror is going on. The yisoid of a, 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 a person that was mevat himself to the free of the Gadar, he had a father like Ramesha, he was mevat himself totally to his father, to all the halachas, mevat himself to Christ for so many years. So such a person who has the chiddush and halacha, that's makamless gadol. That gives him a person uh, such a greatness that every single psaq halacha he gave was a siyat d'shmaya. was a siyat d'shmaya in his, in his halachas and everything. And he himself didn't even know how it happened such a siyat d'shmaya. When I was in yeshiva, there was a man who, who never had a miscarriage. And he came to his daughter, he was very upset because the doctor told him that every single four, you're going to have one. Every four births, you're only going to have one. So if Dover told him on the spot, Dover told him, that means the doctor owes you three. And a year later, he had triplets that were all healthy. <laughs> because when a person involved himself to Rebbein Shalom, to Kla Yisrael, he gets tremendous sad to Shemaya. He's working for the Rebbein Shalom. It wasn't for himself. And this professional human being that was with us till now, who always, like everyone said by Levi, was the A80, he was able to see always we always saw that by him. We always had to see, predict always the right way. And he's not here anymore to, to be with us. The professional human being who was with David. But really, 
Rav David was always pushing his Talmudim away, in a sense. He never wanted them to be always Tali in him. He didn't want, like, every Shaddai to come to me. You have to use your own Seichel. You have to become your own person. He always was like that. He was pushing away. Be your own person. Be your own person. And Ramesha looks like that. Ramesha once told Rabbi Bluth, Rabbi Bluth called him, and Ramesha told him, if I answer your question, this thing, I'm mad at you. You have to be on your own. And that's what David always wanted. He wanted to push us away. Go do it yourself. Don't always come on to me. And now we don't have Rabbi David, so we have to um, use this, his mahalach. Understanding that the whole tire is the Cherdar Chinoyam, that every single psak that causes the whole world to shake with firecrackers is not a good psak. It's not a good psak. And it's not tire. That's what he always teaches. It's not tire. It's not understanding the tire properly. You have to search for the Chesed Vamis in every single thing. To bring together Yisrael Varais the Kachibrichachad, to bring the whole Kleisel together. And that will be Taka Haskara for David if the Oilam themselves become professional human beings. Instead of just Rebdavid being the professional human beings, and we're just uh, customers, the idea would be that everyone should become professional human beings. Professional human being is not always so easy to be. Everyone's showing now the picture of how Rebdavid was sitting by, uh, by in the reserve cot with Eugene, the, his Nabucha, uh, Bacha from the Lower East Side, never got married, and no one to take him out for his birthday. Rebdavid took him out for his birthday. That's what Rav was busy. When he told you he has no time for you, you know what he was, was running to do? To go take that guy on his birthday. That's what he was doing. He wasn't going to play in Zayars and uh, <laughs> Kabbalah. And he was going to take that Bachar on his birthday. Or to go to Dibbis Avenue, there's Almana Goldman, who is very close to the husband, and to go visit her every two weeks because he was very close to the father. And he never stopped. Just because the guy was nifted, he went anyway to visit her because just because his friend was died, he still went to visit her. Every two weeks he went to visit her. Every two weeks. His son-in-law told me. Every two weeks his brother came to visit her. Because he was close to the father. So he's going to stop now that he died. That is a David, a person that monist, a person, uh, a good friend, a good friend, he was a friend, and he was a friend of everybody. And this is, a, this is what we have to learn from David, that the tachlas of the whole Torah is, like Chazal say, to make a, a, a Kiddush Hashem, Yisrael Hashem, Chal Yispar, and this will talk to bring the Gula Shleim of Bakara of Mehavia Mainu Amen.